As the year comes to an end, here's what we predict for 2023. A lot of Indian startups that were registered abroad are going to be returning home. PhonePay is the first startup to start this gharvapsi or homecoming trend and many others are set to follow. But why did these startups leave in the first place and why are they coming back? Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Click on the subscribe button to never miss an update from us. Here's your story for today. Well, us Indians are obsessed with moving abroad because of the great opportunities other countries offer, be it education or jobs. And Indian startups are no different. Over 8,000 Indian startups and around 20% of India's unicorns are registered outside the country. And many of these startups choose either Singapore or the US as their new homes because of better laws, lower taxes and better startup infrastructure. For instance, Singapore's corporate tax rate is 17%, while India's corporate tax rate ranges from 25 to 30%. Plus, the US and Singapore ranked first and seventh in the startup Blink Global Startup Ecosystem Index 2022, while India ranks 19th. So the love for abroad makes sense, right? What doesn't make sense is why are they suddenly coming back? According to a phone pay insider, here's the reason to come back. Being one of the largest fintech companies, PhonePay is focused on India market and all its employees are based in the country. That is why the leadership decided to take these steps. But the real reason could be much different. It is not the smell of Desh Ki Mitti that brought PhonePay back to India. Rather, it is the smell of profits. You see, PhonePay is really into the financial services sector. It has its own wealth management and insurance brokerage arm and is also the market leader in the UPI space. Now, it has to just obtain the last infinity stone to become inevitable, a lending business. But with RBI now getting stricter with fintechs, especially those involved in the lending business, PhonePay probably decided it would have better chances to appease the regulator if it came back home. So it shifted its Singapore business and employee ESOPs to India. Reports state that the RBI has refused to give PhonePay an NBFC license as Walmart, a foreign company, still holds a majority stake in the startup. Other startups like Razorpay, Grow and Pine Labs, which are registered outside India and are planning to come back, could also face a similar fate. So, is coming back to India worthless? Absolutely not. You see, there's yet another benefit of coming back to India. The Indian IPO experience. For diehard stock market investors, a major IPO is no less than IPL. And with an IPO comes unlimited marketing for free. Plus, data shows that Indian markets often provide higher valuations than US markets. This is another incentive for a lot of startups to come back to India. But coming home is not all that great for them. Because shifting their business back to Indian entities could mean huge losses for investors. Huh? Usually these shifts are done through share swaps or asset sales. Both these methods usually involve some sort of capital gains on which investors have to pay taxes, approximately 20% for long-term gains and 30% for short-term gains. 
Now, for investors who have a large shareholding, these taxes make sense. But many investors with small stakes may have to liquidate their entire stake to pay off these taxes. These investors may object to the idea of shifting bases as they wouldn't really benefit from it. But such are the risks that come with the startup life. However, what do you think India can do to retain these startups in the first place? Should we also lower corporate taxes or relax rules and regulations? And for now, it's a wrap. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back with more tomorrow. Until then, read on.